Blog Talk Radio. Costco, we just got in the car, 
and my wife, as I was trying to pull out of the parking lot, she was like, Scott, you might want to pull over. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, she was going to show me one of those things from her stupid-ass uh, 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 gossip sites or one of those real house gangs of wherever city it was. Like, she's going to tell me about <laughs> things I didn't really care about. But she's like, seriously, you, you, like, you need to pull over. So when we came to a stop, she showed me the phone, and they had a headline saying Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter accident. I was like, what? The I didn't thing believe I it. Myself, I didn't believe it. I thought it was a hoax. I'm like, who would yeah. do this shit? Who, what's TMZ doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I thought it was a hoax. And then something told me <laughs> to turn on ESPN radio. And I turned it on, and lo and behold, it meant what should have been a football show. It was a whole show about Kobe Bryant. And I'm like, this, are you serious? And I just went numb, mm-hmm. dude. I just, I just went numb. And, and it, to that numbness, and which, is, which is different because, obviously, I've never met this dude in my life. But for some Not reason... <laughs> I started. I just started feeling sad, man. And then, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Later on, when I started looking at tributes and and you know, like things with other NBA players, former NBA players, I started crying. Which I, I don't I'm, know how odd that, that is. Again, that I never met this dude in my life, but it was just sad. I was just numb and then sad. And then the sports world. I mean, whether it's fun football, soccer, which soccer was the second love after basketball. And so many people whose lives, I mean, he was such a champion for women's sports as well through his daughter. But at any rate, Jared, where, where were you when you heard the news about uh, about Kobe? So I had just gone bowling with uh, okay. my fiance and our and our uh, and her daughter, and uh, okay. I got in the car because I don't drive. <laughs> I, I drive enough <laughs> for my work, so whenever we drive somewhere, she drives, which I'm I'm perfectly fine with. And uh, I, I opened up my Twitter because I've been keeping an eye on the whole uh, Red sign and Nick Castellanos ordeal. And Twitter, right. obviously, is the first thing, you know, that, that breaks that news. So I'm scrolling mm. through my Twitter feed, and it's all this shit about Kobe. All this, like, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. And I'm like, no, no, it's TMZ. Right. TMZ gets it wrong. They got it wrong. And then, it, and then I pulled up the ESPN app. And that showed me. I just I didn't really know what to say or how to react. Like it, it was just it was yeah. just an odd, an odd feeling because I'm I'm the youngest of all three of us here. I'm 28 years old. The okay. first game I I don't know if I've ever told you this story. The first game I ever sat down and watched start to finish was Game One of the 2001 NBA Finals. Does either of you remember what game that was? Was that the that was. When, was that when Allen Iverson stepped over Tyrone? That is. I immediately yeah. fell in love with Ty, or I immediately fell in love with Allen Iverson. But I remember hating Kobe in that game because I was watching him take shot after shot after shot, and he didn't really perform well in that game. He did defensively, but I kept asking, "Why aren't you just giving the ball to this giant man down by the basket who gets two points every time he touches it?" It was like, why right. you're you're hogging the ball, you're putting up shots. Why are you doing this? So I had a little, little deep seated hatred there for him, but it just steadily grew. Like there were rumors in '03 that he was going to go to Chicago, and me being a Chicago fan because of Jay Williams, not because of Michael Jordan, but because Jay Williams. That's a whole other story. Um, mm-hmm. It's like it just Kobe. I didn't really start to like Kobe until the farewell tour, honestly. Like there was, there was a. It, I hated the greatness, and much like I hate Tom Brady. Mhm, mhm. I got it. So, I got it. Kevin, what about you? What were you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, so, um, uh, just life update. I'm currently in grad school right now, and so I had been doing grad school homework all weekend. Uh, I had finished a like fifty some odd page paper, like it was a term paper. Uh, it was my final for one class on Saturday. I'd done that. And so, um, and then all weekend, our son had been sick. So we kind of, uh, me and my wife and our son, we all, when, when we laid my son down for a nap Sunday, we both ended up falling asleep and taking an afternoon nap ourselves. So I was tired from schoolwork, uh, tired from taking care of a sick kid. And then um, when we got him up, uh, you know, we, we decided after we got him up from his nap that, 
we were going to take him to the emergency room. It was uh, day three or four of his fever. And, um, and I saw I had a missed call from a childhood friend who, uh, who lives in North Carolina. And, uh, and, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, and, and keep in mind, this guy, me and him, we've been friends since second grade. We've always loved the NBA. We talk about it whenever we do talk. We talk about it. this guy did not call me the day his his second child was born, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he called me on on Sunday. Um, it tells you where our relationships. But so I saw I had a missed call and didn't really think anything of it. I thought I'll call him back. You know, we're getting ready to go to the hospital and. Um, you know, as, as we're we're getting ready, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm getting my shoes on, and I, whatever. My wife shows me her phone. Um, she, I guess, had been just scrolling through stuff real quick, and it shows me a headline that says, you know, Kobe Bryant killed in helicopter crash. And I kind of, I I didn't um, like initially. I didn't think that. I was like, that's not real. And like I did, so I didn't feel anything because I just read it and I was like, okay, some hoax website. And I mouthed right. her. Um, you know, uh, because I was trying to call my friend back at that point, um, real quick, let him know, like, Hey, we're actually headed to the hospital. I can't talk right now. Um, and I, she showed it to me and I looked at her and I mouthed her and I said, just, just mouthing it. I said, that's not real. Like, that's what I mouthed her. And, uh, the first words out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And so, and like I said, so that was my only reaction. I was like, nah, that's not real. Um, so I kept getting ready because we're taking my kid in the emergency room. He's fine, by the way. Um, just put that in it. Uh, so we, we, uh, get, yeah, we're getting ready to go. And, uh, then she's like, no, she's like, Kevin, this is, it's on CNN. It's on ESPN. These are credible websites. You like, this, this is, is real. New. This is news. This right. Is real. And, and, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and of course we rushed off the emergency room. And then once we were in the room, um, and settled down, had seen the doctors and we're waiting for a certain, for different things that you wait for when you're in the emergency room, we turned the, the TV on and, and started watching, um, the news from there. And, um, which I, I'm almost glad that I, I, I watched it a few hours after the fact because there was so much misreporting initially, um, that people had right. kind of gotten facts in order by the time I, I'd finally been able to, to turn it on and, and watch. Um, but yeah, just, um, I don't know. It's 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 it was a gut punch, I think, for as a sports fan because, um, yeah, you know, you alluded this uh, to it at the top of the show. This is this is bigger than just the death of an athlete. This is, you know, like you said when Prince died, or you think about other famous deaths throughout history, like John Lennon, uh, Princess yeah. died. I think part of it is just he's so iconic. Um, when you think about how big the NBA is, the, the NBA is an international yeah. sport. You know. Um, exactly. and so he's such an icon worldwide and that's why, um, the weight of this at such a young age and, um, in such a tragic fashion that it happened, I think is, is just so heavy. Yeah. I have and two of is, my random ass stats for you whenever you want them. Okay. Well, you know, what the hell, let, uh, let, uh, let's get to it. I, I could save my, my take for a little bit later. So what are your stats, brother? All right, my I'll give you my first one because my second one leads into something else. But my first random ass stat is before Kobe died, he was still the third leading jersey seller in China. Keep that in mind. Mm. Allen Iverson's number one. I yep. forget who was number two. I think it's Yao. It, like Allen Iverson beats Yao in China. I don't know how that happens, but it does. They love him over I don't there. <laughs> but Kobe was number three in China. Right. And like I said, the second one, I told you I had a half-baked, like, weird-ass uh, take that I want to give. I'll give the, I'll give that that a little bit later in the show. Okay. Well, well, well. I was going to say is, you know, I touched upon it earlier, but you know, a lot of these younger athletes, and 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 you know, Jerry, I know that you that that you're the youngest of of the three of us, but a lot of these athletes are younger than you. So a lot of these guys. Yeah. You know, similar to what I guess Kevin and Kevin and I, we 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 were like our guy was Jordan, our generation was Jordan, right? Like Jordan mm-hmm. was the end all be all, sense of the, the, the greatest and what it was, whatnot, and that's what we we're watching. But a lot of these younger guys, like a lot of these one and doneers, their guy was Kobe. So well, Kobe was the measuring stick. Yeah, I mean they 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 now not only that brother, he there was he was a mentor to a lot of these kids. You know, I mean, when they were like for like like doing summers, he had he would host them at his Mamba Academy, when he would like work them out, 
you know, talk to them, give them advice, mentor them. I mean, he was there everything, man. And so it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like when like 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 when Kevin and I were of a certain age. Um, that's kind of like if, for example, if we lost Jordan like that, right? We would, you know, it you know, it would be like what? I mean, it's like a mm-hmm. lot of these younger guys, man. They looked up to Kobe. You know, like you said, he was their Jordan. Yeah, and you see, see, like, uh, uh, um, what's that young man's name and uh, Trey, like Trey Young in, in Atlanta, just broke mm-hmm. down on the court. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Kyrie Irving took himself out. But, you know, he he was like, "I'm not playing tonight against the Knicks." I, when have I'm you ever seen because... two teams take 24 second shot clock violations? Yeah. Or eight second to open up the game or eight second violations. Like why? When have you ever seen yeah. that? Yeah. Right. And seeing Larry that, Nance walked off. Me, uh, the, yeah, like like the uh, Toronto and the and and uh, San Antonio, they started things out. They were the first game that day, right? And yep. so they just took like shot clock violations and and the crowd like cheering. Great manager in San Antonio, right? The blood enemy of the Lakers. They were they they took the timeout. They were cheering and chanting Kobe, Kobe, and that that broke me, man. Almost that broke me to see that love in different arenas. And, oh, I was playing. I was playing two K the other day, and when you play the my player and you play at home, and you have a big game and you go for free throws at the end of the game, the crowd stands MVP. Well, who was the first person that right. had that happen to him? Not in their own arena. That was Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Yep. Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah, and I think, I think you can. There is definitely signs of what this meant generationally. Um, I think there was a like a vigil on 2K where people were taking their 2K avatars to the Staples Center and just having their avatars hang out there. Um, oh, Lakers, on top yeah. of they all changed into Kobe's jerseys. Yep. And then um, I think, too, I, I, I saw a tweet, and um, and I actually think I, I think there, it was maybe somewhat humorous in tone, but I think it almost encapsulated perfectly, um, you know, Kobe's legacy and said an entire generation of people, whenever they shoot a wad of paper into a trash can, they Kobe. say Kobe. And they Kobe. said, and they said if, that's, if that's not legacy, I don't know what is. Well, no, plus there's people on Facebook and Twitter saying we need to change the game of 21. Everybody, if you play basketball at all in the playground, you know 21, we're going to change it to a game called Kobe. First to 24 by ones and twos, and if you don't make the game-winning shot, you go back to eight. I'm all for it. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that idea a lot. Um, But, yeah, it's just (laughs) – I, it's still, I'm still in the fog, but I mean, I, I feel a lot better, right? I'm still not in the bigger funk, so to speak, mm-hmm. but it's just so unreal. It's like, I am still think I'm in a bad dream. You know what I'm saying? I still think Kobe can't be gone. And seeing the NBA on TNT tribute last night with Shaq breaking down and, and other people, uh, people talking and, and, and Dwayne Wade and many others like Ernie Johnson, I mean – it, it's still unreal to me. It, it's it's still it's still unreal to me. The best way to put it right. is he's just bigger than the game. Right. Right. And I mean, it helped that he yeah, was in it, LA, it, but still. Right. Not Milwaukee, but yeah, I I get your <laughs> point. Um, but let me ask y'all this, man. And I'm sure y'all heard about this already. They've been there's there's a big movement. Of the, it won the NBA to change the logo from Jerry West to Kobe Bryant. Uh, I think they had someone had over 350 signatures or, or whatever. But Kevin, mm-hmm. should the NBA change the logo from Jerry West to Kobe Bryant? Um, I think my initial take was, and maybe it speaks to what you were saying, Scott. You know, generation generationally. My initial take was, well, why wouldn't we change it to Jordan first, you know? Um, and I know that that's – not to sound disrespectful of, you know, the tone no, of the week, you know. Um, but uh, I think I've come to the point now um, just through 
seen articles about it on social media, seen multiple people on social media posting uh, petitions for it that I was like, you know what, um, you know, I I don't think Jerry West would have a problem with it. I don't think, uh, you know, um, Jerry West wasn't necessarily the greatest player of all time. He's definitely one of them. Um, he was definitely right. one of, you know, the biggest stars in his day. There's a reason that he he has been the logo for so long. Um, but sure. – I think I think also as I get older, um, I'm okay with traditions changing more. I feel like, it, which I don't know if that's, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. When when I was younger, I was like, no, like keep everything the same, keep all the traditions the same. But then as I get older, I'm like, right. I I think I realize that those things just don't matter as much. You know, it doesn't matter necessarily. Um, you know that Jerry West has been the logo for so long. Leagues change logos all the time. The NFL went from what 30 stars to what do they have six stars now or whatever it is on the logo. So um, I think I've, I've reached a point where I'm like, you know what? That if they if they do change it, I'd be absolutely fine with that, um, and I I would understand why um, because uh, Kobe was such an icon. Um, and you look at the impact he's had generationally and um, with with this current generation and um, yeah, if, if they do it, I, I I would have no qualms with it, I guess. So it, it's kind of been a um, a developing thought process for me. Like where, like I said, initially I was like, ah, I don't know, man. Just I, if you're gonna change the logo, change it to MJ. But then I was like, you know, right. you know, Jerry West wasn't the Jerry West wasn't the quote unquote goat. So you know, Kobe I think embodied a lot of um, you know that work ethic and things that uh, a lot of people. Um, you know, we're drawn to um, when it comes to him. So I, I'd be fine with it. Long-winded answer, but yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I respectfully disagree. Okay. And only on the premise that I kind of like the logo as it is. I've seen multiple pictures that are, that are different, that were, that, you know, they made the logo and yeah, they're cool. The one thing I remember Kobe for the most outside of work ethic was scoring, right, guys? The man could just get a bucket when you needed it. The NBA scoring title doesn't have a name, like the Bill Russell Award for the finals MVP or like Larry O'Brien trophy. I say if you're Mm going to do anything, just name the scoring title after him. That's not a bad idea. That's my thought process. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea at all. Me, I'm more of a, a traditionalist, maybe because I'm 46 years old and stuck in my ways. But um, <laughs> you know, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't offend me if they would change if they did change the logo per se. But I'm not. I would I wouldn't be among the ones clamoring for it. I certainly understand the sentiment. But to me, and and I agree with Jared. I mean, Jared, I didn't think of about it until you said it. Just said it. That would be cool as hell to rename yeah. the scoring title the Kobe Bryant Award. That would that would be awesome because what was it? He was he they called him Black Mama for a reason. He got his buckets wherever he wanted to. He'll take mm-hmm. your heart out when he wanted to. You know what I mean? He, that's that's what made him great. One of the things that made him great, his mamba mentality. You know, he still take your heart. I mean, for example, I mean, as much as he loved and revered Michael Jordan, during Joe Jordan's final season Kobe dropped 55 and told him to take that with him to retirement. That's all Kobe wanted to do was. And, you know, it's, I mean, I, mean it's, it, I don't know. But, but I'll say this. The coolest, one of the coolest moments, and they, they've they been replaying this over and over again on social media, was when Kobe openly embraced LeBron the night when LeBron, like, passed him on an all-time scoring list. And, and you know, that, that was, was a, a cool that moment was a for many reasons. Thing. But the, the yeah, I mean, the the main reason was because that was Kobe's way of telling the Laker Nation to embrace him, because to to embrace LeBron, because mm-hmm. in the sense that he already passed the torch to, to to LeBron. And so by doing that, I thought it was a symbolic way of asking Laker Nation to embrace LeBron James. And, you know, only a couple of days after that, he's gone. Well, I think but it's, Jared, you're about it's to really only 15 hours after it. Because he he passed yeah, Kobe yeah. in in Philadelphia on Saturday night, so he passed him in his hometown, that's, and then that's and then yeah. 
05, 06, Kobe won the MVP. That's that's the year he won MVP, right? Yeah, correct. I think yeah. So. Kobe scored 35.4 points a game for a grand total of 2,832 points on the season. Last year, mm-hmm. James Harden scored 36.1 a game with a grand total of 2,818. So even with today's inflated numbers, Kobe mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. scored the most points in a season in NBA history. Yeah. Yeah. There so, you go. I mean, how can you, how can so, you, how can you say that Kobe isn't, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I think great arguably the greatest scorer of all time. Um oh, one shit. more quick thing just as far as as uh, tribute Scott, you know, Jared talked about the scoring title. I saw on Twitter, someone pitched the idea of changing the all-star team to, like, team number eight and team number 24. Um, down. You know, they're not even doing uh, east and west anymore. Just have one team be team eight, one team be team 24, and that's the numbers that each team wears. Everybody on team eight wears number eight. Everybody on team number – or team 24 wears number 24. Oh, and how Kobe Bryant is it that he's the only player in any sport to have two numbers retired by the same team? Yeah. Yeah, another reason why he's one of the goats. I mean, as another reason why. But I'll get y'all out on this, guys. I just, you know, one thing, a big thing that, that Kobe's death indirectly has taught us is that life was obviously too short. And you know, being that his death came out obviously came out of nowhere. You know, people had plans of getting with them and hanging out with them and stuff. Is that to tell people? And you've heard, you probably heard this already, but to tell people how much how you feel about them. Reach out to people now and again, check on them. So, forgive me for being corny, fellas, but I'm going to say it, tell you all this. You guys, for people who don't know, you guys reached out to me a while ago, like over a year ago, or two years ago. And, yeah, about three years and, ago. And, and, said that, and, and, and reached out to me via my blog and my, and my podcast and won me seeing if I could be a, first be a guest on, on your radio show. And then offered me the opportunity to sub in for I think it was Kevin for every week that you had to do your your thing on week or certain weekends to sit mm-hmm. in for you. And y'all didn't know this. Maybe I didn't make, make probably didn't make it clear to y'all at the time. But that to me, I always wanted to get in sports media, and that to me was a dream come true for me. And I think about it all the time when I see you guys online. I think about how cool it was. I took pictures in the studio. I was geek, and y'all y'all didn't know how much that 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 meant to me, you know. And even though y'all may see it's a small thing, I saw it. I think it still think that there's a big deal, and that really encouraged me to keep doing podcasting and and and, and do and maybe be a guest on your, your like like on your show like once your show gets going again. So. For that, I just want to say thank you to both you, Kevin, and Jared for giving me the opportunity and for checking me out, giving me a shot, and make my dream come true. It worked for like a year and a half maybe, but, you know, it was, it, it was awesome. I really thank you all. I love the both of you guys, like like my younger brothers, for doing so. <laughs> so I want to say thank you to both of you. Hey, we got to shout out Bill Douglas, too, because he, he signed off on it as well. Yeah. Shout, shout out to him, most most definitely shout out to him. So we'll be talking to well, you um, during the season. I'm sorry to have gotten you on this for a sad somber time, but I just wanted to get y'all thoughts because it would be wrong for me if I didn't have you guys, my NBA guys, not to rap with. You know, if I didn't have like have you on to to rap with you about such things. So so thank you both, man, and we look at the sports. Can I have sixty too. seconds? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Follow me. Okay. So there are such things as sports gods. I honestly believe that there's like gods for everything, no matter what you do, whether it's baseball, basketball, whether it's, you know, car detailing or, you know, teaching, whatever it is. The first rule of thermodynamics is that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So when Kobe passed away, the man dedicated his all to basketball. I mean, that's, you, can't, you can't say anything else. Everything he did was basketball, basketball, basketball until he retired. So my take on it is that the energy that was Kobe's spirit or soul, whatever you want to call it, is now floating around. 
Well, the people that yeah. dedicate their all to a certain craft or an art, Lennon might, you know, John Lennon's probably a music god or Prince is a music god, the, like the people like that. They are the quote-unquote sports gods or whatever it is. I'm telling you right now, the Lakers are going to win the title because you really think Kobe is going to go up there and enter into those enter into those gates and not let the Lakers win the title this year? You, you think anybody's going to stop him from that? Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you, if you hear LeBron saying this thing and the, and the mm-hmm. players, I think we're going to see something that we haven't seen. Um, I do too. I think I think LeBron's like, gonna bump his numbers well, so think, much. We're gonna see our third triple double season. I think when you hear about um, you know the cancellation of the game and the closed door practice that really just turned into a you know a session of them sharing stories about Kobe. Um, I think I think that the team is gonna grow a lot from this, Jared. So I I, I you know I, I wouldn't be surprised, especially with you got LeBron, you got AD, and now you've got this on their heart. Um, to see them, yeah. Scott, like you said, be extra motivated. And uh, if I could go out on this, Scott, I just want to thank you for your kind words and just say it's been great um, uh, this past year as I've been a first-time father getting encouragement um, from you and advice from you over social media. And, and Jared, uh, likewise, the same from you. So I appreciate you guys as well. Hey, it's right hey, back man. at you guys. Scott, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you coming to our aid when we needed a – somebody to fill in so we didn't lose the show at that point like every like b- between the three of us i have absolutely nothing but love for both of you appreciate it man thank y'all thank Thanks, you Jim. god bless you both take care guys all right see you guys we'll talk soon. all righty see you all thank right. you those are my guys um i'm almost about to cry here uh, those, those are my guys kevin McCune and jared singleton on the weekend adjustment sports show on wmmh W-M-O-H of Hamilton. Um, so, right now, like, um, we're supposed to be talking in preview of the Super Bowl, but I just want to get my man, my partner in crimes, uh, thoughts on this. Y'all know I'm from the yard slash HBCU sports. That's all about all things HBCU sports as well as a sleeps video every Tuesday night on Facebook Live. The Nash is in the house. The Wayne Nash is in the house. So, before we get into the Super Bowl, my man, I just want to get your thoughts on First of all, where were you at in Kobe, with Kobe Bryant when you heard about Kobe Bryant passing? And what are your feelings about that? Well, first and foremost, let me give my salutations. Scott, good evening. And good evening, everyone listening. Um, to answer your question, I was, oddly enough, watching um, the the beginning of the Pro Bowl. And, and it's, it's <clears throat> sad that, you know, I hear about this tragedy while watching such a tragic event. That's the Pro Bowl. I don't know if I'm going to do that ever again. I swear. Man. Yeah. But, um, uh, but I was actually talking to a friend of mine um, on the phone, and we just happened to be talking about HBCU sports. He himself is also right. an HBCU alum. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a guy actually that I grew up with, a childhood friend of mine, that just happened to go to St. Aug. And, um, you know, we were just talking about just life in general, and um, then he hit me with the news. And, of course, I, I, my first reaction was to ask him, yo, where did you hear it from? And, of course, he said the three letters, TMZ, which, of course, initially mm. led to doubt, right? Because, like I said before, I'm watching yeah. ESPN. There's no announcement there. I go to ESPN's website. There's no announcement. I go to various other, and, and I hate to say this, Credible websites, news websites, CNN, you know, Washington Post, wherever I could to see if I could find news of it. And the only places I could find some resemblance of it was the L.A. Times' website, and it just said that there was a helicopter crash in Calabasas. So it had all of the 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 the, 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 the pieces there. They just hadn't at that point in time announced who was in the helicopter yet. And, of course, like like it's been said multiple times by now, you know, first they needed to confirm, and then secondly, inform the family before they release the news out. Because as Rick Fox said, and as you could probably attest to, the last thing you want to do as a family member 
just hear about mm-hmm. a loved one's passing on social media before you right. receive the official word first. And 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 I know that it had to have been heartbreaking to who, who, whomever was in the Bryant family that heard it that way first and then had yeah, to get was, the word. It's insane. And, and, and Scott, just race to be first culture. And, Scott, you know this. Being that, that we're both sport, uh, sports media, sometimes that pressure mm-hmm. to be first is there. And my God, yeah. I, I I had a bout with that just this past fall dealing with that. But the, the the thing was, I wanted to make sure that I was right first before being first, and making sure I checked all right. my sources. And so, but that just, one too, there's a one that too. Yeah, so that's that's the thing that was most concerning to me, man, was was the way that TMZ went about it first. And oddly enough, they were right. But um, God, man, inform the family first. Let that be right. your process. But like I said, it was just heartbreaking. Excuse me, and, and confusing at the same time because I just I in in this world, like Shaq said, in this world where you can just get false information anywhere. You know, you can Photoshop anything, and this you 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 you. you, you you're hearing this from a guy who uses Photoshop as as my <laughs> means to, to 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 be employed. You can Photoshop anything, and, and it's hard to believe stuff un, until you hear it confirmed, man. So it, it, once it started to come in through other media uh, and, and outlets and on television and everything, that's when it started to sink mm-hmm. in, man. And 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 that's when it finally hit. But at that point, you know, my my next moment, my next thought was, you know, who was with him, and then hearing that his daughter was was with him, that just made it yeah. worse for for me, yeah. because all I could think about was his wife, his daughters, and his family, and yeah. then of course it, that led me to think the other people who were there with him as well, and and right. sending my my thoughts and prayers out to them as well, so. Yeah, that's exactly where I was when when I heard the news. I said, on my sofa and, and watching a yeah, you know, NFL All Star game. <laughs> well, yeah, I was. I told the fellas earlier who were on the right before you earlier. I was. We were coming from Costco, and mm. so we were in the car. I was about to drive off, and we're about to leave. You know, like to get in line to leave the parking lot, right? And so my wife was like, "God, you probably should pull over." You know, mm. like I said earlier, like I was, I was thinking it was some other reality show crap or any house, yeah. real house ganks. And so, you know, shit that I didn't care about. So when she showed me the phone when we came to a complete stop, I listened. I did a double take. Yeah. I said Kobe, it says Kobe, Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. I'm like, is this true? And so immediately I turned on to ESPN Radio, Sirius Satellite Radio. Mm-hmm. And so it was supposed to be a football show, but the whole but as soon as I I heard the host was the host of the show was read that this multiple outlet you said that multiple outlets reporting that Kobe Bryant perished in the helicopter crash. I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah, this guy can't be true. I remember getting a very numb. Feeling. And mind, mind you, I'm behind the wheel of a car, so I'm trying to keep my cool and mm-hmm. just listen to Ramona, Ramona Shelburne call in, hysterical and crying. And I'm like, this is this crazy. And, you know, then I get home and I see, check social media as, as, as I want to do in this situation, and seeing the reaction and the, and the, and the tributes from. NBA players, young, young NBA players, and seeing the arenas like um, what, like Houston was playing somebody, mm-hmm. and they had a moment of silence, and then they, they, they I remember they flashed the, the actual, like, like his, a banner of Kobe Bryant walking off the court with vaccine 24, and the year, and this, in the, in the date he was born, and the date of his death, and the crowd just gasped. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a game. 
the crowd just gasping. And so then, then the announcer saying, please give a, 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 a moment of silence for us leaving this a great legend, Kobe Bryant, blah, blah, blah. And so they seen the reaction on Russell Westbrook's face, and he's just shaking his head, keeping his head down. And players about to break down in other games, like case um, the point when Toronto played the Spurs in San Antonio. Great, Mike, and you know you know how much of a blood feud San Antonio had with, with the Lakers back in the 90s and yes. mm-hmm. the 2000s. Um, so they had a moment of silence. And then when both teams took 24 shot, shot clock violation and the crowd just started just cheering and selling Sandler's name, Kobe, Kobe, I started crying. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you, I started crying right there because that got me to see the love that this dude had from, from like rival sports, rival fan bases and seeing how much he was involved with the women's game champion in the women's mm-hmm. game because his daughter played and, you know, how she was going to be a UConn Husky, you know, he befriended uh, Gio Ariama and, and befriended other uh, girls, like, like like girl college players. And this one young lady from Oregon, she really lost it. And, you know, when when, when they play Oregon State and both teams came together and sent a court and, and hugged each other, held hands and consoled each other, and it's just I just felt went from numbness to sadness, and this is weird coming from a person I never met in my life. So yeah, um, it just it, I think the most heartbreaking thing about that man was that Kobe. Not only that, the deaths of the other the seven other people involved. I mean, you have like in the case like you have two a mother and father and a, like a and, and a daughter perishing, leaving mm-hmm. a brother and a young sister behind. And among other things, but that Kobe was just getting started on his second act. Yeah. That being his writer, getting into film production, and the man won an Oscar for a short film, Dear Basketball. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Not he won an Oscar before Spike Lee won his Oscar. <laughs> Spike Lee won <laughs> But, you know, the point is it's going to show you how much his brother had left to give to the world. Yeah. I mean, you have people in soccer clubs, the soccer leagues across the pond in Europe having moments of silence for this man. Neymar, when he scored a goal, held up the fingers two, four, two and four and pointed to the sky and praying, and praying hands. I mean, this guy, he was a rock star. Yeah. He was, he's our generation's rock star. He really, he really was. And the fact that he's gone at 41 when he had so much more to give to the game, he met to so many young players. Trey Young was crying inconsolably when he found out, um, you know, Kyrie Irving just said he didn't want to play against the Knicks that night. Yeah, he didn't even play, and not neither Chris Paul. He couldn't. He couldn't go through it. He couldn't play. And, he, and, and to the point where obviously last night the Lakers and Clippers, they 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 the NBA postponed the game because to be frank, both teams are inconsolable mm-hmm. because Kobe knew a lot of cats in both squads, and, and you saw Doc Rivers crying. That yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't get through the NBA or TNT's tribute last night. Because it was just so sad. I mean, it's I don't I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. It's it's not even fair. It's like I know God doesn't do make mistakes. No. You know, I, I know he doesn't make mistakes. But seeing the fact that you got this young brother who was I'm granted he wasn't perfect. We all know that he wasn't perfect. But the fact that he had so much to give at a young age and passing at a young age along with his daughter. And seven other innocent people. And you have slimy motherfuckers still roaming this up in old age. I'm not going to get into who they are. I'm not yeah. going to get into the political side of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave that alone. But the point is, it just seems that things are so fucking unfair in this world. And it really, man, it tests your faith. I mean, it sets the hell out of my faith. 
that good, bad things happen to good people and innocent people. And I, I just can't make any sense of it anymore. I, I, I just, I don't know. I can't make sense of it. And, and, and the fact is, I, I just think it's going to be a weird rest of the NBA season and many seasons yet to come because, again, it's so unreal to me. It's, it's so unreal. I'll tell you like this, you know, it, 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 this is going to sound kind of messed up, but thankfully I've had a precursor to this before, and that being Sean Taylor, you know, having yeah, be to – and, and, and there are parallels in a sense. Now, unfortunately, Sean didn't get a chance to finish out his career. And his yes. career path was on a trajectory upward. He had already become an, uh, oh, a pro bowler. He, he, yeah, he, he was, was on, the, on the path to become a, a Hall of Famer. He also influenced a lot of young football players who played the position of safety to play like him. And also, like Kobe, he was doing something that we as fathers wouldn't regularly be doing. He was just doing a fatherly duty, protecting his family. Kobe just taking his kids on, on you know, to, to, to their, their, their sporting activity, something that I know that we have done. You know, it's just right. it's fatherly duty. But unfortunately, with, with, with Sean, you know, it, it was at the hands of another man, and he was – he wasn't even thirty. Sean wasn't even thirty. So to to to, yeah. to see that, well over ten, almost fifteen years ago now, you know, it it it, it, it prepped me because it it it, it was Kobe esque, but on a DC level, only because right. Sean hadn't, you know, like I said before, game recognition like Kobe and, and, and was well known throughout the world. He he was just that guy here and it was starting to become that only to have his, his life robbed because someone was, was 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 looking to do ill of him in his home. So like I said, that 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 was kind of a precursor for me to, to, to deal with, with, with this situation. I guess it, it, it led me to, to deal with it better and to look at the the positives of, of, of Kobe's life and career and also his second act, like you said. Matter of fact, I think the biggest part of his second act, fatherhood. You know, now he really yeah. had an opportunity to be a father. Girl dad. And he, girl was, dad. he was really enjoying that. And the fact that we had the opportunity to see that man was, was huge. Exactly, and that's taken away from us, taken away from the Bryant family. I mean, prayers go out to Vanessa Bryant and their three yes. other daughters. Not only having to lose a spouse, but to lose a child. Yeah. And we're, we're so much ahead of us. And, mm-hmm. God, it's just, it's, just, it's just so awful. It's just so awful. But uh, I'll say this. I told the fellas earlier, it's going to be, I think the Lakers are going to be on a mission. Seeing what LeBron dedicated to Kobe, dedicated the rest of the Kobe Bryant. Um, I mean, and also seeing things we hadn't seen before, like Eric Gordon coming off the bench and dropping 40. Yeah. And the same thing same, in another game I can't think of where another kid, uh, Chris Middleton, dropped like 40, 50 points in, in, in Milwaukee's last, last, last game. So, yeah, I mean, what it's going to be – it, it's going to be, it's going to be something. I mean, but the, you get, the, I can't get the images of 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 of, um, of uh, what's uh, what's the name of that 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 European kid in second year in Dallas who's doing his thing. His name just slipped my mind for some reason. I'm not even focused right now. But uh, look at you see him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at Archie. You see him when he had hit the 24 to eight second violation. Mm-hmm. And then pass the ball, then they, the other team, both teams took a 24-second violation to him. And him just getting down on the court, almost on all fours, just start crying on the court. Yeah. And Bradley Bill, your boy Bradley Bill, for your, for, like for your words, is crying in warm-ups. I mean, it's just unreal. It's just, 
it's, it's unreal. I mean, I wasn't around to witness Roberto Clemente perishing in that car. Like, I'm sorry, in that plane crash during the prime of his career. He died mm-hmm. before the year I was born. In seventy, you know, like like when he perished seventy two. But I couldn't imagine. I think that's the closest parallel, sports parallel. This, except but except that Roberto Clemente, to all due respect to his legacy, I don't think it was as worldwide as Kobe is. Was it still is? Mm-hmm. And so this hurts on so many levels. It cuts so deep. It's yeah, I'm starting to sad again. So let's just let's just wrap, uh, wrap this up on this the Super Bowl. Just we do have a game this Sunday. Just we do have what probably will be the most one of the most evenly matched ball games, Super Bowls in recent history, in recent memory, I should say. San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, who do you have winning this game? You have a bo- I think you have a bombshell source to drop. The- who do you have winning this ball? <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily a bombshell because, I mean, it's a, it's a 50-50 situation, right? Um, like you said, it's, it's an evenly matched game. Um, God, I, I, when people say that this is the most evenly matched game, this is the most evenly matched game on paper leading up. Because, I right. mean, we got to remember right. that, that Atlanta-New England game turned out to be a, 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 pretty, a pretty evenly matched game played out. Same thing with philadelphia and, and New England, even though New England was, was favored in that one as well. Um, got another one that was evenly matched. Um, once again, on paper, um, Denver and, and, and Carolina, because of the, the stout defense of the Broncos and that dynamic offense of Carolina for that season. So there, there were a lot right. of e- evenly matched games on paper leading up to the Sunday. It's just all about how it really right. played out. Now, to answer your question, who do I have? I have Kansas City in a close one. Um, I think it's a situation where they hold on to win um, in, in Miami. Uh, but the, 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 the one matchup I am going to be intrigued by the most is the passing game of the San Francisco 49ers and, and Jimmy Garoppolo versus that pass defense of Kansas City. And, um, God, God, what is your boy's name, the defensive? Uh, Spagnola. With Spagnola yeah. and, and, and yeah. that secondary, the chief secondary finally clicking after that loss to the Tennessee Titans. Um, it, 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 they, they got better for those last uh, seven games. And I want to see whether or not Garoppolo in his play, because we, we, we've seen both sides of the Garoppolo coin this season. We've seen him go off sure. a, against the Saints in the shootout, passing for well over 400 yards. And we've also seen him have right. bad passing games against the Skins and actually against the, um, the Packers this past weekend. I shouldn't necessarily say bad. I should just say that the passing game wasn't necessary in those two wins because those were wins. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They just didn't have bad passing output. But it'll be intriguing to see what happens if the Chiefs have to end up forcing the Niners to have to pass the ball. Now, that's one thing, and, and we, we, kind of, we talked about this last night on, on, on Sleazy Sports about the coaching. You know, of course, Andy Reid, has the pedigree in terms of years coaching. But you got to remember, uh, Kyle has been in football his almost his entire life coming up under Danny mm-hmm. Mike. And I don't care what Shanahan you got coaching. Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, Kobe Shanahan, mm-hmm. Barbara Shanahan, Pat Shanahan. Yeah. I know one thing they're going to do. They're going to run the ball well. So it'll be intriguing right. to see if Spagnola stops that run game and forces Garoppolo to pass the ball, and if Garoppolo can succeed in doing so. So that'll be the number one thing that I keep my eyes out on. Number two actually will be special teams. You know, will the Chiefs have to go ahead and put Tyreek Hill back there 
on punt or kickoff returns, more than likely punt returns. Um, and, of course, we got the um, the two uh, all-pro kickers in Robbie Gould and, and Buckner, so, and also how they play field position with their punters. So those will be the, the, the top two things that I'll be keeping my eyes out for. But, of course, you know, everyone's going to love the, the, the shootout ability of Patrick Mahomes and, of course, this, this, right. this pass rush defense of the 49ers. Everyone's, everyone's looking for that. But I like looking for those 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 hidden gems in matchups, um, and, and and those will be the ones that I'll be keeping my eyes on for. Mm. Well, I, I, I'm 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 not as nuanced as you are, so <laughs> I, I'll say this. Um, you know, Kansas City is the easy pick here mm-hmm. because of the shiny toys they have on offense. Oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes being doing his thing, all those damn weapons, you know, Travis Kelsey tight end, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, blah blah blah. But one thing, well, two things that that gives me pause about Kansas City, a lack of a running game, mm-hmm. and I still don't trust that defense. That defense mm-hmm. played well of last half of the season. I mean, they have leaders in that deep, deep defensive meeting room, and Terrell Suggs. Picked off of waivers and uh, honey backs, Taiwan, like Taiwan Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one thing we all know, brother, is that defense in the running game travels. That's what San Fran has. The fact mm-hmm. that San Fran beat down the high power Green Bay squad led by Aaron Rodgers the way they did is because. Not only because of the amount of yards that they ran the ball, they ran the ball for damn near 300 yards. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they did it with Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback, only attempting eight passes. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I read that, when I saw that box, that stat line, I'm like, is this a is this a, a, a typo? <laughs> but watching the game, I'm like, damn, they're just running down the ball down Green Bay's throat. Yeah. They're just running the ball at will with a guy who was. It was cut from like five, six, seventeen. Yeah, and it found a home for. Him. So, yeah, I and that was against Green Bay. Granted, they're not the they they improved defensively as well, but but they're better than, than to me. They're better than Kansas City on defense. But mm-hmm. but yeah, but the thing is that with that doom Green Bay, I think this is going to doom Kansas City is lack of a running game because mm. their friend. They got five number one top draft picks, five top draft picks on the defensive line alone. And they rotate, right? And mm-hmm. in other words, they got guys who can get after the quarterback and can dominate the line of scrimmage without having to bring an extra man to the box or an extra man to blitz. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup. And San Fran has they, – they do play defense in San Francisco. Tell yes, they do. Defense. Mm-hmm. So that coupled with what I mentioned earlier, I see San Fran win a, a not but not so high scoring game. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as what people think. So I got mm. San Fran winning. I got San Fran winning twenty seven to twenty three over Kansas City. I just I just okay. don't think that I think that Mike Shanahan and let make no mistake. I know he's not coaching anymore. But you better believe he's breaking out tape for his boy. Kyle. Oh, yeah. You better believe he's breaking out tape for him and giving him advice. So, um, so I think that combination alone, I love Andy Reid. I love me some Andy Reid. You probably don't because you're a Skins fan, and that's probably from the his <laughs> Eagles days. But, but I'll say this. I, 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 I respect him. Go ahead. As, as a coach, right I respect him. So, yeah. Yeah, they're okay. There you go. There you go. And, but I, I, I am that, also mad at him for for trading Donovan McNabb to us, knowing he was. <laughs> I knew it, so I still say that's the worst Easter in my life to have Donovan McNabb <laughs> come to Washington on Easter, and I do blame Andy Reid for that. But that, I digress. I digress. Continue, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay, man. <laughs> hey, man, look, you enjoy the Super Bowl, brother. We'll talk next week, all right? And also, Most definitely. Thank you for everything, my brother. And 
look forward to doing another few hundred shows with you as well. So thank you again Always. for being my partner. All this oh, time. no problem. Thank Appreciate you for you. having me. Thank you for giving me a right, peace out. Thank you. Peace. Uh, you're welcome. Peace. That's my guy, D. Nash. Please check him out on Sleeves and Radio every Tuesday night on Facebook Live as well as the Sports Blog, the yard slash HBCU Sports, the rest of all things HBCU Sports, as well as Herosports.com where he's a, a contributor as well. Thank y'all for bearing with me tonight, me crying and being sad on the show tonight, but I really appreciate y'all and Please tell people who you love the same before it's too late. In the meantime, thank y'all for tuning into the show. This is Scott Brooks, the Klein Hour, signing out. Oh six. Peace.